0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. My goodness, that, that music, it's so infectious. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, man. Oh, man. It just gives you... Trance. <laughs> Jeff, does it just give you energy hearing that music? Well, I was asleep before got guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you okay, right up. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the DMVR Nuggets Podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's energy, energy is thoughtful,
1: mm-hmm. thoughtful observance. It's yes. like, what's happening? Uh-huh. This, is, this is the energy I have on my podcast, which is why it's like one of the top
0: 100 rated nuggets based podcasts. <laughs> 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 That's a great joke. Uh, guys, we got a great one live in the flesh today. None other than the king of Thornton himself, Jeff Morton. Hello, hello, hello. How are you both? Hey, Good. You know, um, the king of Thornton, still true? Still the king of Thornton? I, I don't know who lives there now. <laughs> <laughs> if you move elsewhere, do you get to retain the title of king of Thornton? I, I,
1: I hope so, but I, I'm,
0: I'm sure it will go to like someone else. <laughs> Thornton, not exactly. Again, I'm from Thornton, not exactly a place that like you're you're claiming kinghood of. It's. I moved to Broomfield claim it people ask me where i'm from broomfield Broomfield. Broomfield. lived there for like (laughs) six months (laughs) no i I, i'm
1: originally i grew up in arvada yeah and i I, I always thought maybe i should claim the king of arvada but it's still it's the six and one half dozen the other you gotta rhyme it though yeah it's king of thornton yeah all the way down here from thornton it's the king himself jeff (laughs) 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 that's
0: so great and then of course back from a little mini vacation it's Brendan vote chgo
2: uh cool city they got over there Um, I I prefer our sports culture and our company, but you know,
0: I don't know their sports culture is kind of good. I know that was just blatant. That was such their their sports culture is really cool. Their sports culture is really cool. I didn't
2: know the river was a was such a recreational thing. Like I thought it was a river you looked at, but would not go near.
0: I don't feel like you understand rivers.
2: Well, no, no, like in the middle of the city, like I would not like you've never seen people like the platte. I didn't realize it was like a little um, Venice, like you just. wait down oh! Down there, oh I see what, what you're saying. saying? Oh, I and got it. Ride go. their boats. I got you. Yeah, yeah, about The Chicago River. Yeah, yeah that's the, the one. Have you the, ever, the, ever seen a movie? The
1: man-made, manufactured river they have there to get rid of sewage. I love,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Jeff's anecdotes. Right. I love his anecdotes. It's you like know? I'm like, wrong again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, today's show is going to be a great one. In segments two and three, we are going to look at every nugget number in history. Well, actually, I guess it's just every number, and then we're going to talk about the nuggets who have have worn. That number. Yeah. Who is the greatest? 15. We'll have to get to that debate. Oh, we're oh, going to go through all of them. Finally, it's time. Uh, because this, later this today, me. 2 o'clock, we at DNVR are going to release ours for all of the Denver sports, the big four, for every number. And I got to be honest with you, Jeff, you're going to hate it. Oh, will I? Yeah. It tore our company apart. Like, we did really? this over two days. Honestly, am I joking, Kale? Yeah. Like, honest to God, there were, like, people that logged off. Because they were like so mad at the debates that wow. were raging, raging.
1: Well, I see, can't, but I, I agree they'll probably hate it. But I, I will internally seethe. So
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you will just quietly seethe.
0: Yeah. Um. So we'll get to that in segments two and three. But first, I want to talk about Jeff. We've been texting.
1: Yeah. As we do,
0: as we do, and you had an ominous text to me a couple of weeks back, mm-hmm. prior to you writing, you know, your article from from a little bit ago, where yes. you said. Adam, don't stay in it too long, where you lose your love of the team, which is a thing that can happen, especially with the Nuggets organization. Like yeah. you, they can they've done a very good job over the generations of murdering off their closest Alienating fans. Everyone, yeah. Alienating everyone. <laughs> Alienating. That's why I say there is very few Nuggets fans that go generation through generation. There's very few yeah. guys that are like my top three favorite Nuggets all time are David Thompson, Alex English, and Carmelo. Right. It's like very rare, right. very very rare. Right. Um. But you said you know don't stay in it too long. You know don't let you know don't this or that. Do you feel that way? This is a golden era of Denver Nuggets basketball. Do you feel emotionally detached from it? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I, it's not the same. Um, I could tell you every single player on the 1993-94 Nuggets <laughs> roster, as everyone knows. Um, honestly, I, I, I've gone through periods in the last five years where I've had to remind myself who's on the team. Mm-hmm. And there's factors to this i i wrote I'm, i not to plug myself but i wrote an article on medium you can find it uh, i where i talk about like i no longer have the passion that i used to specifically about covering the nuggets i still love the nuggets yeah but it's it is it's amazing how you just kind of like i've been doing this since 2009 it's a long time to be covering one team people did i don't know how people did it but newspapers for
0: 30
2: 40 30 years, years. Those yeah. retirement posts i'm always like Oh, so your entire life, you did this yeah, for your yeah. entire life. Yeah, that's
1: what it is. And I, was, I, I started covering this team. When, it was the year after the Western Conference Finals here. And I have gone through almost every iteration possible of this Denver Nuggets team. And obviously, as you know, there's other factors into it. But part of the burnout is just, it's just you, see, you just see the same thing over and over and over and over and over mm. again. And once you know how the sausage is made, it, you, it can't help but affect you. And I think I got to the point where I just was so emotionally disconnected from it. I have not and it's weird to say it, I just I'm not emotionally attached to this team. and there's people probably watching this right now seething right now. And I do <laughs> not blame you. Uh, it's just I could I'm, I'm it connected, I am not. Mm. But the, the, this guy here. I mean, yeah yeah, I'm, I'm connected to. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not connected to a single player on this roster.
0: Do you think it's the players themselves? Do you think it's you? Do you think it's uh, uh, events? Like, what what is, do you think it is? Are it's, these... it's not my age because, you know, D-Line is same age as me. Yeah. And
1: he He's much more connected to this team. Although yeah. he's a typical Denver fan in that he wasn't a Nuggets fan. Right, right, yeah. Prior Yeah, he's... To, that
0: era... I mean, he yeah. knows of it, of course, yeah. but yeah. But
1: he's not connected to it. I yeah. am. I've been a hardcore... I, I, going back to the late 80s, I'm a hardcore yeah. Nuggets fan. And I just... I just, I don't know what it is. I can't really put my finger on it. Now there's with covering the team, I felt fairly isolated. And you know, you read my article, uh, Brendan, did you? I did. Okay. And I just, I got to the point where I like that isolation coupled with the fact that I was suffering from the most burnout I've ever suffered right, in my life. Right. You know, doing this thing and not getting paid for it for right, 13 years is right. just, it, it's a, it becomes like why am i why am i doing this why am i right. devoting my time to this you right know? on top of the fact that i am the only gay uh person in media in denver and i i just i felt that crushing isolation and all that combined to me just like disconnecting i mean i don't know how many people uh who are watching this will listen to my podcast but i mean I'm, i do one a week now and yeah. i, I t- it's hard for me to do it I may get my batteries recharged if the Nuggets become a better if they know, if
0: they recharge you yes
1: and it's always possible I mean the what the, the closest I ever came to disconnecting completely from the Nuggets was the eleven win season in 1997-98. that's the worst team I've ever seen in my life right <laughs> pre uh, it was just... oh my god I could go the stories but um, it was so bad Alex English was doing uh, color for the for the. Yeah, I think it was Prime Sports still then, and he was so bad at doing the color. <laughs> I, 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 it was, Dan Issel was on there, and Dan's yeah. a great color guy, but yeah. I just could—I was like, I couldn't even take Alex. English really? Theory. Yeah. And like I would turn it off. That's the. I was 20 years old. And it's the yeah. closest I ever come to just like completely like. I love but now is kind of approaching that, just because I I've just seen so much of this goddamn team.
0: I'm curious about this sentiment, though, because I just this morning, or maybe it was last night. Your buddy, the ghost of Marv Ted, right? Yeah. Ted Ted, Ted, is it Ted Chalfin. Is that did I get his name right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ted you know, he's been a very well-known Rockies fan. You know, mm-hmm. online, like he's he's a big a, a big figure. He just put there was last night or today. He's like, I think the Rockies finally got me. Like, yeah. he's like, I just don't care anymore. I saw that, that too. And, and I like it actually <laughs> made me sad because I tell I I don't know him well, but I know him through that. Like, I'm always I'm I'm like this version of like passion like really like uh resonates with me these people that are so passionate for something that's so unrewarding yeah you know there's something like romantic about it and so when i see people like that where there's a final death knell it's like it's like extra sad where you're like oh my god like there is a breaking point for everyone can
1: i can i like throw this back to you guys this is your podcast. so
0: like but (laughs) make yourself comfortable (laughs) here jeff it's our (laughs) podcast but
1: i mean you're a cardinals fan you, uh, we don't talk about that. Know, we, that. Don't we don't, don't acknowledge it, but yeah. he yeah. is—he yeah. yeah. is actually. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> but. He's actually
0: less a Cardinals fan yeah. and just more of an asshole. But yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Idea. <laughs> it's like a resident of St. Louis, um, but uh, <laughs> never been. It's craziest been, yeah. thing. It's amazing. It's um,
0: but like you, you're, I, re- I know your journey, and you weren't yeah.
1: childhood connected to the Nuggets. Well, like I was. Were you?
0: No, well, part of this is I'm a little bit younger than you. So, yeah. we, like, you were coming of age in Alex English, and I was coming of age a little bit. A little, bit, a little, bit. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, it was, yeah, like LaFrance, and, you know, like, there was, <laughs> it was a little bit harder to build those deep seeds. But deep, you had Antonio McDice. I had know? Antonio McDice. McDyess. Actually, I had Dikembe Matomo, My brother had Antonio McDice. Oh, yeah. um, so, like, you know, I, it was there, but. But did you, did you, have you. The Broncos were winning Super Bowls when I was the age okay. you were for, you know. See, League and I Warriors. disconnected
1: from the Broncos as soon as they won their second Super Bowl. Really, I'm like they—they they, they can't climb. They up. climb, yeah. They, you, you're they, a dog chasing a car. Yeah, you're like, what am I, I do now? I caught the car now, so yeah. I don't need to see this. But uh, how about how about have you ever faced a burnout like that? I mean, you—you are you, a fan of of, oh, with of, the, of New Yorks with the Cardinals, yeah. big time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. With the Cardinals,
2: no, the Cardinals. They, There was for like ten years. They did. It was more Spursian than Lakers. It was like drafting. Yeah. It was there, guys. It, every year you had something to seek your teeth into, and then for the last you know five six years, I'm just. It's like you, man. For something I thought would be a lifelong passion, I have to Google some of the guys on the team. So I, but I think you know everyone's a little different. I've watched my dad go through burnout and then refine yeah. finds it again. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's it's interesting, but uh, I I am curious. Do you think is there something the team could do? Is it winning? Is it is it, is there just more a more personal connection that's kind of harder to. Put your finger on.
1: I get maybe a little bit of that. I mean, look, I'm 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 in my firmly in my mid forties now, and I, I was really thinking about this a couple of days ago. It's like, what is, uh, what makes me passionate now? What right. makes you passionate? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Adam, you've built a company. I mean, you've, you've built a, a company. Pardon me. There are a lot yeah. of people
0: involved. I want to make but, that but, clear. I mean, but yeah. well, I'm not going to
1: <laughs> solely credit him to the credit of What's the other call people involved. <laughs> but I mean, you're, you're involved with that, big part. And uh, you've, you've got some places to direct your passion. Um, and it's, for me, my passion was the nuggets and podcasting. I mean, CSG's been around since 2011. Yeah. And I have been carrying this thing on my back since timmons left in 2017 mm. so five years i've been doing this by myself and like it's like some of it is like you you run out of stuff to say yeah i don't know yeah. what i could say anymore I get that. oh yeah I get I, that. like what is there is there anything new that i could tell the the casual listener about the denver nuggets i know a ton about the history of the denver nuggets but you reach a point of saturation with the history. You're, right. there's, at some point, you're like, well, how can I repackage what I just <laughs> right, said? Right, right. But at the same time, you, Brendan, you were saying, I'm like, well, you're regaining passion? There's no way you can predict it because sometimes sure, it, cause sure. it just happens. Right. You know, me uh, getting back with an... I'm so sorry with the hand and the affectations here. <laughs> I, I, um,
0: you're a very good visual speaker. <laughs> but...
1: but I I don't, I I got like I was rekindled with the Nuggets that the Carmelo Anthony yeah. uh, era. The last two Essel years were uh, they almost they were, were
0: so bad. Like yeah. honestly, I don't. You were like in the one percentile that bridged the gap there. Like they lost everybody. <laughs> oh
1: my god, it was it was so. I mean, there was I mean the two thousand two two thousand three Nuggets were bad, but they were like easy to root for. You know, plucky yeah. team. Uh, the ninety seven ninety eight Nuggets were just
0: awful, and there was some unfortunate. Um, things that I think pushed people away too. You had the Mahmoud situation. Yeah. You had the Dan Issel situation. Like there were, and then you had an ownership sale and all this stuff. So like you had a lot yeah. of things that like if you were on the fence about the Nuggets, they were like, please leave. And the and the Nuggets, <laughs> the thing thing about the Nuggets were they,
1: even through all that time, this is a little bit into the weeds and um, ascent was selling them, and their main their main still after all that losing, their main property was the Nuggets, yeah. even though the Avalanche. Right, were right. wildly successful in I Stanley Cup. The money is different. People the don't m- quite realize. The money, and it's Josh Cronkey pointing this out, they're losing money and, right. and they're still, they're a successful team. It doesn't compute. Right. It's just the money, the situation. More casual fans like uh, basketball, basketball because yeah. they can identify with it uh, in this way. It's not our national sport like it is in Canada. So anyway, they, they that, what, that part was just like, that asset was sold, but they were so mismanaged and so terrible. It was hard to look past that, but I think what helped was that I was in my early well, from about two two thousand two thousand three. You know, by two thousand three, I'm twenty five years old. I I'm still young enough to hope for the what's on the other side uh, end of it, and and it came and it was great. At forty four, it's harder for me to invest that emotional time in in waiting for the card to come, and the card seems like it's here and I can fully acknowledge it. And maybe I'm just waiting for that trigger moment to for the, like the, the light bulb to go back on over my head right. the, the rainbow colored light bulb for multiple reasons nice. and uh, have it, I'd be like, wow, here it is. And maybe it'll come back, you know, but as far as covering the team, I don't know. I don't know yeah.
0: if it'll ever come back. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so interested in this because I mean, people that watch the show like every day know one of my big sticks is people's identity in their community that they Mm -hmm. find through sports. And obviously this is like the core of what we're trying to do. Build a community so people identify with coming to the show and watching the Nuggets together. And that's the part of this whole thing that like when I think about what is Denver, there's two Denvers. There's like old Denver and new Denver. You To me, you, Jeff, are like old Denver center bullseye. i'm a lot of this too i think like i i can identify a person that is a denver native because there are these these traits to them a little you know and i mean this with love a little quirky a little unique a little like uh you know just willing to be you know a little different or what have you and then also has this like passion that connects through you know that that goes beyond just the like we're cool like you like the nuggets in part because they're not cool like that's part of what connects you to them definitely
1: Oh, my God. Like, the no, Lakers are yeah. cool.
0: How lame is that?
1: I if, if you're an underdog, I will love you. Yeah, yeah. I, And that is, you know, the the, the closest player, and you're going to laugh at this, the closest player I can identify with on the current Nuggets roster is Michael Porter Jr. And it's completely... <laughs> clip that. Completely. <laughs> clip that. Write that down, Kel. It's completely because he is, by far, if you talk about him, yeah. the most discounted person on the roster. Yeah. And so it, true. And I'm like... All right, I like this kid.
0: You're like, isn't he awesome? <laughs> like, and, uh, and are we talking about that guy that makes every shot he takes? Yeah, and then I listen to him in an interview, and I'm like,
1: well, maybe I shouldn't like. Yeah, much. but I it's it's but it's like, but the 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 kind of the overwhelming thing never got with that way with me with Will Barton because I knew that he was had such a support thing with him in the organization, right? And with 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 Mike, I'm like, I hear this stuff, and I see I hear people ragging on him, and I'm like, it makes me identify with him a little more, and I hate that because. Literally, I bet you. If I had a conversation with him, we and I, he and I, would not be on the same plane
2: whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> you, you both did get that Puma sponsorship, but yes, other we than did. That, yeah, other I than that,
1: yeah. well, yeah.
0: and we both were,
1: you know you know, ill-fitting Lafonso (laughs) Williams jerseys. um.
0: (laughs) No, but I mean this, this is sincerely about like, you know, Nuggets Nation is better with you involved. Like, and and not just you, but people like you, you know, this through line between the real Denverites, the real, the real people. And then of course, like there's also what makes Denver cool is when it is at, at its best, Denver is a melting pot between the established, identity and culture of denver that was deficient in a lot of areas but was also really important in some areas and then all of the newness that's come to denver that has mixed with it and those areas where they haven't mixed i think is like i don't want to say problematic that's too heavy but they they make the city less good in the areas where they don't mix and
1: you know who's like that is chris dempsey Chris Dempsey is another one. Like he's an old Denver,
0: right? Oh, a thousand percent. You can tell. I'm telling yeah. you, I could tell like very quickly. Like <laughs> it doesn't take that much work to know who's a Denver person.
1: And it's uh, like, I remember Chris Dempsey when he had a mustache, but um, it is. Man. <laughs> wow. I actually can't picture that. <laughs> yeah. And he, but it's just, it's you get these through lines as you're talking about with people who are like me, John Reedy is like, yeah. John, John Reedy's very, Oh, like, he's a Denver. Denver. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, we are <laughs> all people on. who like identify with the underdog aspect of this. Yeah. And which is towards de- detriment too, because I think it like, it's almost like uh, a fan who like, doesn't like new new people coming into their right. team, you know? Right. Right. I, I, but I'm just, you know, uh, uh, that is who I am. It's part of my identity and uh i think i think there's a lot more people like that out there than are willing to admit it but it's they get to the age where they're not on social media or they're they just get sick of like the, the all the bs and they kind of disconnect
0: and uh but we come out of the woodwork when there's something to root for. Yeah, you know? but this is my point about it is that I see this across on layers. I see this pattern not just in sports and sports fanhood, but in the city itself. This idea of like that blending between new and old is what makes it cool. And when you lose some part of it, it spirals the wrong way. So when I hear this idea of like, are the Nuggets losing you? Are they losing a certain piece of what they what makes them who they are? That that's that worries me. And I do think that. This isn't the case for you specifically, but it is the case for some people that this television dispute, people always say, yeah, but we just stream it. You can just stream it. I'm always like, not everybody just streams it. And the people that aren't streaming it are mostly the old Denver portion of it. In my experience, yeah. that's who I'm mm-hmm. talking to are the people, my uncles who have watched the Nuggets like you since David Thompson. And they're like, I just can't find this on the channel anymore and this or that. And I'm thinking we're losing that perfect blend.
1: We're losing recipes. Well, you lose you lose the connection to what makes Denver, Denver. But and, and, and what gets me about it is that I know people, and you know people, you know people who work at Altitude. <coughs> and our sympathy for them specifically is great because they're caught in a, a situation right. that is not of their own. They're just workers, man. They're just people who are just there to make the best product they could possibly make. Yep. So I have my sympathies with them. I have zero sympathy for Josh Kroenke or Stan Kroenke. Um, They're losing money. Though, they are Jeff. active. They are active <laughs> participants in this. And the way Josh tried to discount—I've known Josh for twelve years. I like Josh. I the way he answered that question and yeah. he, the way he deflected with losing money on the right, avalanche right. bugged me. Because we he heard it.
0: Like, we feel it more than anyone. he, he was oh, like he on, was framing himself as someone who are. wasn't participating yeah. in the
1: thing that was making it like not being able to see and that's what bugged me
0: i did the math when he was talking about like you know eight figures or whatever let's assume 10 million dollars or whatever they're losing and i was like okay a person who is worth a hundred thousand dollars i can't remember what it was it was like 80 dollars or something like that like the relative <laughs> to their and it, and like he was like we're tens of millions of dollars we lose and i was sitting there thinking like if you told me i could pay 80 dollars and the entire city of denver could be allowed to watch the nuggets i'd be like I wouldn't consider myself a hero because I was like, "Here's eighty dollars." He was like, "You know, yeah. I'm feeling it worse than anyone, dude." Like, come on, man. Well, what so makes it really up.
2: tough is how he can sell it for billions.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's, that's, what, that's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah, like, exactly. you're not actually any of this. Yeah, uh, let's get to a break. We want to get to the fun portion of this. Not that that wasn't a fun no, conversation, I liked that. but that was but I want to get to the numbers here because Jeff. There's some real doozies. Yeah, We're going to have some hot debates. I can't wait for it. We're going to have some really bad yes. debates. Shoehorse,
2: this yes. is for me. Just, I, that was an interesting conversation sitting between you two because Jeff represents old Denver in so many ways. In many ways, I'm a part of this new Denver thing. Jeff was you are the enemy in this one of the first person that I people that I met. And yeah. Jeff, before you, Adam, got me a job. And so it's kind of interesting. I see someone saying they stay connected through <clears throat> the fandom, through some of the shows like this stuff. Um, and in many ways you know, you were my introduction to it. So it's just kind of an interesting, uh, interesting to sit between the two of you as we talk about this. We should also talk about DraftKings Sportsbook because MMA fans, uh, you know this, as the fighters face off during UFC 277, 277, 277, you can take down your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. This Saturday, new customers can bet $5 on any fighter to win, they get $100 in free bets, win or lose, and if you want even more action, you can also double your winnings on a same game parlay, combine multiple bets, like which fighter will win, how long the fight will last, and more. Just place your UFC 277 single game parlay and if it hits you'll win double DraftKings is safe secure reliable and uh you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want because it's yours and that's the whole point must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call one 800 522 4700 Jeff, do you brush your teeth every day?
0: I do. Do you brush your teeth <laughs> twice every day? He, if the answer was no, I know he'd he totally lighty to you, right? Yeah, now. I know. Um, how often do you go no to the way dentist? I know if he's sincere. Don't
2: answer that. But I know that not everyone goes to the dentist as often as they should, and that's why we want, we want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group, where some of our listeners do their uh, their business permanently now. Because those listeners know that when you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's a pretty sweet deal. Moreover, awkward dental small talk is pretty tough, especially when they've got sharp tools in your mouth and you're like, I didn't ask you a question, why are we talking? But the people at Green Mountain Dental, uh, dental Group are extreme Colorado sports fans just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. So skip the awkward small talk and hit up the best
0: damn family-owned dentist in the Metro. We back? We back. Jeff, we have the unenviable task right now of declaring the greatest nugget to wear every single number In the history of the Nuggets. Now, I have our list that we at DNBR made. Really, it was just me. I just made this list for the Nuggets, the the Nuggets one. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we looked it over. And uh, we're going to give you the answer, but I'll also give you the contestants. Because on, you actually can Google this, on Basketball Reference, they have every Nugget to wear every single number. So you can kind of go through. Now, we combine, we're going to start with the number zero. And I'll tell you guys. By the way, today I'm on at the Denver Sports Podcast at 4:30. I'm going to be with AJ Hay- Hayfley and RK, two guys that are Denver Sports Almanacs. We made the list as a group at DNVR over the last two days. But we're going to kind of talk about that. We'll reveal it at fourth show at 4:30. You'll can see what Nuggets made the final cut, what nice. Nuggets didn't. Like some big name Nuggets did not make it. It's kind of a bummer. Um, we'll go through all of that. So another show you want to set your clocks to because it's going to be a very fun one. Um, zero and double zero. I went through the list. Do you off the top of your head know a zero or double zero that you feel is like, oh, that's the quintessential nugget. Chauncey. Yeah, see well, when did he wear zero? Uh two thousand
1: nine, ten. Are through, you sure? Yeah. He uh, changed he changed from seven to zero.
0: Man, I don't I don't have him Why on the list. Live fact checking. So we'll do yeah. it live. Yeah, actually you can look these up for, for him. On Basketball Reference it has the little jerseys hanging. I, he's not listed on here, so maybe this list here is, is a little uh, problematic. What year was it? You said he wore it? Uh, to the, I mean, he changed it in 2009. He wore three numbers, I think, for the Nuggets.
1: Uh, the first time I forget which number he wore. Um,
0: this is also difficult because when in there, there's a lot of instances. Kenyon Martin, like Chauncey Billups, a couple other players. I ended up only going with their best year. So Chauncey Billups to me was number seven because of two thousand nine. Like. It gets too messy when you start to. like We can't have a list that has like a bunch of the same guy in four yeah, different he spots. He was.
2: He, he changed. To I got four, three, one, and seven. I was gonna say Johnson.
0: I don't think he was zero, man. I don't remember zero. Oh. Well, if If I was wrong. Oh was, no! The world may explode. <laughs> the world may explode. <laughs> so I don't have. Yes, him. he was
1: three. Yes, he was three. Yeah. Yeah, he had three numbers. So it, I, no, I, no, he was number three. And four, he changed to. That's the one he changed to after 2000 Because he started with seven So yeah, never mind Just Ignore me yeah. In fact, why, why am I here?
0: <laughs> um, I ended up choosing This is crazy Because the guys that I think become candidates You're going to laugh Some of these are just terrible ones like Marcus Howard And, you know, Isaiah Thomas or whatever You got Darrell Arthur <laughs> Beloved nugget Double, double zero, double zero. Yeah. Um, You've got Emmanuel Boudier And you've got Jamichael Green those that's really, and then you're talking about like Gary Forbes, Damari Carroll, Torian Green, like guys that ended up playing one year and averaging two points. Yeah. So to me, Darrell Arthur, Jermichael Green, Emmanuel Moudier, this isn't the most important one. I ended up going with Darrell Arthur. I think it's the right call. I Him and Michael Green, kind of the same caliber player. Darrell Arthur here a little bit longer. Oh, uh, yeah. It has to be Darrell Arthur. Only because of length of time. Yeah. I, uh, he
2: was, also... He embraced
0: Denver. Yeah. Still, still, he's still, he's still a Denver yeah. person to this yeah. day. Spoiler alert, he's not the official zero of all Denver sports. <laughs> he did not win the greatest number <laughs> zero. Number one, we get a little bit harder here. Because to your point, Chauncey Billups did wear this between 2010 and eleven. He was traded that year. Not exactly a remarkable year for him. I ended up, as I said, going with number seven for him because it was the most important year that yeah. that he was here. So you've got Vashawn Leonard. Mahmoud wore this in the '95-'96 season, which is kind of tough because that might have been his best season. Yeah, it was his best season. Um, yeah. You got Michael Porter Jr. Uh, in this number. That's kind of it, I believe, unless you have another one you can think of. Donnell Harvey. I remember. I actually remember Donnell I I remember Harvey. Donnell, yeah. Uh, Jr. Yeah. Smith wore it for two years. Is it Jr. Oh, uh, sorry. Mark Mood
1: had a great year in '95, '96, but that was also the year he caused his controversy. Uh, so, yeah, and he ended up missing several games. So I don't, I don't know. I, it's I, tough, I, uh, man.
0: And honestly, here's a weird question: Was Mark better than Michael Porter? Would Michael Porter have had? I mean, he had similar stats anyway, but would he have also stood out on a 11 win team if he just got to shoot the balls the most well, time? Like, what would Michael Porter look like on an 11 win team where he just gets to do what he wants? Uh,
1: you mean YOLO Porter?
0: YOLO, yeah, <laughs> Yolo Porter Jr. Would,
1: yeah, Mike Porter Jr. He would probably score like 35 points. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. my point. Like, I'm not trying to say he is a better
1: nugget than Mahmoud. That gets to be too tough at the moment. But, well, but also at the same time, Mahmoud's best season, 95 96, they had moved the three point line. Yes, line. exactly. Uh, so. Oh, man.
0: What would MPJ shoot with t- the three point line being two feet closer?
2: 95%. <laughs> um, there. Yeah. So, is there a JR argument here?
0: There definitely. I mean, he's a Which more were, beloved. Here's the yours? problem with it was. Uh, it was I some of his best, two thousand seven to two thousand nine. Here's yeah. the problem, though. JR Smith was a sixth man. Yeah, he was. Michael Porter is a third scorer. I. I. It's not about talent. In my, at that point, it's just
2: would more people associate J.R. Smith. with. The I've said this
0: guys. all the time. I wonder how you feel about this. J.R. Smith is just Will Barton, and it tells us something about a, as us as a society that we love J.R. and hate Will Barton. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I got I got story, uh, stories about JR are, are wild, but, but wasn't uh, he
0: bad shots? But sometimes he catches fire. Irrational you, confidence. Irrational confidence.
1: He's, he would pull up from thirty five, you know yeah. that sort of thing. Um, Fun personality. I am I am willing to say JR because of the two year thing, and my Mike hasn't yet. No, I mean he's missed of his four years. He's missed two. So uh-huh. I mean I. I I, I don't know. I, I, I what do you? I know Porter's been around a lot more than he's played. Yes, <laughs>
2: that's the tough part of this.
0: But in theory, he is he's the theory. best. Play. He's the best player. In though. theory, for communism, for communism works. The number <laughs> <laughs> number two. Do you who's the best number two in Nuggets history? Oh, huh? Trick, <laughs> trick question. There's only one number I was two. Say, uh,
1: uh, is there another one? <laughs> There's only a
0: single person to wear number two. It's Alex English. Yeah. It's the easiest number of all of yeah. these yeah. ones. I mean, it didn't even have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think second best nugget of all time, my personal opinion. I, I'd say second, what should I say? Second, yeah, second best. I'll say second best nugget. I think he's the third greatest nugget. Oh. I know that's a weird one. I think oh. David Thompson's the second, gr- second greatest. Wow. I Let's know see, it's a weird time. him with the hot takes. Today. I know, the hot takes today.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, you can make an argument he's, not, he's the second best nugget in yeah. Nuggets history because of uh, Jokic and his two MVPs. Um, but you can also say that he's got the, he had the, he was the head of the most entertaining era in Minogas basketball Ooh. in the 80s. So, uh, you know, there's there's that. I, I mean, Thompson, I, he would have been the greatest. Yeah,
0: he would have been, yeah. He would have been. That's why I say he's greatest, but not best. I don't yeah. know, a weird Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying. But. but
2: it's also just, there's just the legend of Alex English, which yeah. coming here, having missed it, you hear I hear about him as much as any person. Yeah. I,
0: this next one's so tough. Number three, I have Allen Iverson. Very short tenure, but year and a half the contenders are Mahmoud's rookie years like first first three seasons yeah um demar johnson uh you've got ty lawson was a number three like would could you possibly i don't think you can Ollie iverson even in two years i think was a greater nugget than ty lawson and then bones highland wearing number three has a chance to one day be the best number three i mean i would say ty you're you're looking at this list completely different <laughs> <laughs> because you're looking at it almost as in their relationship to the Nuggets and Ty Lawson had... W- although he wasn't here for that long and half Five of the time he was here, not that great. Two, that in Ty, Ty was a shooting star. Yeah, he was. he was His best year was... He burned out. He shot not away.
1: His best year statistically was the first <laughs> show year and it was... Yeah. It's it, Alan Iverson. You know what? Come on, man.
2: The way we talk about Mike Miller around here... Yeah. Uh, you I think it's him? No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying you forget how short the tenure actually one was. One year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was one a, year. Yeah, but he gets talked about all... Because of the Jokic thing. I hear about him like every yeah. week. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's one year. It's I can't tenor. believe
0: you went Ty Lawson. What does the chat say? Inform me what... Tory the Craig. Ch- well, Ty Lawson or, or Allard Iverson. I just, it's Iverson to me. I just can't do it. Like When Iverson got traded to the Nuggets, it was such a big deal. Chet saying Ty. Yeah, but the Chet's young. Oh, okay. <laughs> So you, you can't you
1: can't uh, ask Kale this because he's adjusting the white balance because of my shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number four is a tough one. You've got Paul Millsap and you got Kenyon Martin. I think those are the guys. You have Chauncey Billups as well, but it's the ni- ninety nine two thousand year. That's not yeah, a no, great. That that's wouldn't. not a good Um That's really who you're going with. I go with Kenyon over Paul Millsap. Yeah. Now it's Kenyon two thousand eight to two thousand eleven. Yeah.
1: I mean, those. I mean, 2008 and 2009-10 uh, and 2010-11 were probably Kenyon's best years in Denver.
0: I, I went with Kenyon as well, but that was one that I think there is a real conversation to be had about it. Just a sneaky argument, right? Two best free agent signings I was in the York history.
2: I was just going to say, those are pitted against each mm. other.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, number five is a tough one because there's a million players that wore it. I actually ended up going with Will Barton here. You had J.R. Smith for one year, but again, I, we gotta use him in the year he was most frequently using a number. You get Vashawn mm-hmm. Leonard, you get a bunch of guys for a little bit. Your real contenders are uh, Anthony Goldwire, Jawan Howard, uh, and <laughs> uh, and Will Barton. Those are the guys that I think have the most. Mike Evans too, and Mike Evans. It's Will Barton. Mike Evans is good. Um, Will but Barton. It has to be. It has to be Barton. It's like eight it, years he was with the team. Yeah. He's the all-time leading three-point yeah.
1: scorer. Like. I didn't realize Vashawn Leonard wore, wore that number too. How many numbers did Vashawn? I'm
0: telling you, every nugget from two, from '98 <laughs> to 2010, every nugget has five numbers, and it made this exercise impossible. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> There's going to be so many people that are like, "I think it's Kenyon Martin at six, and you're like, yeah, but "We have a week four because he wore it more," <laughs> yeah. and it's like, "How do you? I don't know." It's going to be so tough. All right, Wilbart, number six. Um, again, you have another Kenyon Martin, 2005 to seven. So it's like he mm-hmm. he's the toughest one because it's half and half, and he honestly was. I don't know. He was in, more in his prime early on in his career. It was, but
1: his best time as a Nugget was early was yeah. when he was working on that. Right?
0: So it could be him. There's just nobody else. Walter Davis. No, um, yeah, Walt Davis was good. Aaron Aflalo would be another contender. Oh, yeah. Triple zero. Triple A, excuse me, not triple zero. Number, number seven, Chauncey Billups. Wore it only one year. It's 2009. It's 2009. his best year. We have to count it. Yeah. If you think about Chauncey Billups as a Denver Nugget, you think about I 2009. Think about that 2009. Story. I mean, that was where he was. Yep. So where he made his bones. So even <laughs> though he, he wore, made his bones. <laughs> uh, Greg Buckner. Close second. Oh, my God. Greg Buckner. Number eight. <laughs> Easy one. Danilo Gallinari. Uh-huh. I, think, I think of him as number eight. I mean, I there's no argument. Is there, is there any other? Bison Dele. I mean, what was Brian Williams Brian for Williams the Nuggets, for but God. he wasn't. I mean, come on. He wasn't Gallo. No, he wasn't. Um, number nine. Whew, this one's a tough one. Oh, well, Andre Iguodala is technically the best one. Tough break. Tough break <laughs> for the Nuggets that <laughs> Andre Iguodala is clearly the best number nine. yet. had um, Greg Grant, <laughs> Tariq Abdul-Wahad, uh, Jerry, Byron Russell. Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. It's kind of a cursed number. It's a kind of, it is a cursed number. You're I, right. A bunch of traitors at I can, number nine.
1: I can still picture in my head Andre Godella sitting back in his locker room. He said, like, you know how good we're our defense? It's yeah. because of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good line, man. <laughs> uh, so, man, how tough is that, Andre? We need somebody to come in. There's some numbers that I'm like, if I worked for the Nuggets, I'd be like, listen. You're going to want to be number nine. You're going to... It's, you could take over that number. Like, you just... Yes. Like, who was it with the Nuggets organization when Yoke came in and was like, I want 15? That was like, sure. Yeah, well, whatever. Why not? I don't think anyone's wearing that. Yeah, what, no, what? No, Somebody like, hey, why don't you just book. go
2: for 16?
1: Like,
0: <laughs> hey, well, hey, You know Yoke would have been like, okay. Yeah. Like, right, whatever. Yeah, I
1: don't think he had an affinity for 15
0: when he came in here. Didn't so. even want it. They just <laughs> handed it to him. Like, get this gross jersey out of <laughs> yes. here. Um, number 10. I ended up going with, oh, God, these numbers, some of them are so bad. Aaron Aflalo. Aaron Aflalo wore this in 2015, for whatever it's worth. But you've got a million players that wore this. Scott Hastings wore number 10. Um, Almost nobody. Guys that wore this for more than one year, Marvin Webster, Mm -hmm. Al Smith, Mm -hmm. Wayne, uh, no, Grant Simmons. I mean, there's just nobody that wore it for more than one single year. Tim Hardaway. Talk about a cursed oh, number. Oh God. Tim would, Hardaway's career came to a crashing halt wearing number 10 for the Nuggets.
1: I'd say Marvin Webster.
0: Really? Yeah. Marvin Webster would be he, the guy that you he was would was the guy there. that, yeah. He was yeah the, educate me about Marvin Webster. Marvin Webster was the number one
1: draft pick in the 1975, or number not number one, number two or three. 70s, he was five, after, 70, 75, He was yeah. drafted the same year as uh, Thompson. And uh, both of those guys chose Denver over uh, the NBA. <laughs> and yeah. he, like the first three years, I think he was on the Nuggets for three years, and then he left, and then he came back. But the uh, guy was like a beast, an uh, absolute beast. Um, would have been a starting
2: center on any other team.
0: He averaged six points per game. Yeah,
2: this is he was back in Epistle. pistol.
0: Oh. This is...
2: Is this going to get Scott Hastings mad at you again? <laughs> I, I mean, perpetually
0: mad at me. I, did, he's did, like, I'm the best number 10 ever for the did, Nuggets. Like, did, did come Scotty on, get mad
1: at you? Scotty would never get mad at me. So, like,
0: i take he... <laughs> one, one time he did get mad at me. This was years ago. This so was maybe funny. five years ago. So I funny. was on altitude one time with Vic, mm-hmm. and he asked me something about. We were talking about the evolution of the center position. I was like, you know, today, I used to get away with bigs that. All they would do is foul guys and rebound or this or that, and I was like, in today's NBA, the center has to be a little more positionally versatile. And he's like, you think all I did was foul? Don't you? <laughs> I was like, oh, just man. be-lined <laughs> it for you. Um, he he was actually for real mad too. It was pretty funny. Oh, oh man. Number eleven, I think it's Monte Morris, Mister Nugget. Oh, let's you've go. got Birdman. Oh, wow. you've got Birdman. Uh, oh, you've got man. Earl Boykins. You've oh. got Earl Boykins and Birdman. you have a lot of six oh, like, man like bench. Oh, Beloved bench
1: players here. I've never seen a Nuggets player more popular than Chris Anderson. I mean, the he Disney. was a supremely gotta popular. go
2: Birdman there. Dude, the Monte may actually have been pound for pound more popular. Bird- Birdman was uh, a I, col- know.
0: I know he's cult figure oh, popular. It just is. He was
2: the were, face of the Nuggets. They were like wearing the mohawk. I know <laughs>
0: it's just easy to when you have a hair like <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Were, like Manimal was so popular, it, and part of it is the hair.
1: It was it was unbelievable. I've never seen a player.
0: Less deserving of such popularity. (laughs) (laughs) So would you do Birdman over... Again, this is not most popular, most beloved. We're trying to do greatest. So... Boy. Who was the greater nugget, Monte Morris or Chris Anderson?
1: In the end, we're talking about backups here. So, I mean, it's like it's... it's or Earl boykins.
0: boykins. You can, if you want to stand for Earl Boykins I, here. I, well,
1: I refuse to. I just remember him pounding the air out of the ball and then jacking a 40-foot shot. He, talk time. about
0: beloved nuggets. Man. Are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> but you know what Earl Boykins was? He was Will Barton in Monte Morris's body. Yes, and again, was. 10 years ago, we loved that guy. We're just like, hey, oh my God, 3 <laughs> of 14? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. go. Uh, we, we, I'll By default, say Monte. Yeah. It's close. Any one of those answers to me seem fair. They all had impacts on the team they were on. Chris Anderson's impact, I think, was actually sneaky underrated. In
2: Ch- chats with you guys, that uh, he was more popular than Monte. But, oh, there's no. Monte, I actually don't think that's close. Monte was a. Better Monte's more popular player. with us. Yeah. Yeah. The, the
0: diehard yeah, yeah, Birdman yeah, yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Yeah. your neighbor. Was asking you about Birdman.
1: My my first interaction with Monte Morris. I interviewed him at the the draft. That was at the that was his 2017 draft. So everything was depressing after that one, but um i remember interviewing him and i i don't remember what i said to him but i inadvertently and i totally did not mean to insulted him
0: and i don't think he talked to me ever again <laughs> 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 let's fly through a couple more before our break number 12 i mean f- by the way any of those guys monte might be the third most popular of those guys if you talk about eras monte hear- yeah i think yeah. it goes birdman boykins very close and then monte a noticeable gap below those guys in popularity yep. um number 12 Fat Lever, easiest choice there is. It's yeah. one of the greatest nuggets ever. There's no, there are a lot of people that have worn the number, including Birdman, um, DJ Augustine, Jarnell Stokes, most recently. Yeah. Fat Lever, are you gonna get his jersey retired? I feel like Fat Lever is in the right near the cutoff.
1: He but, did have his jersey retired.
0: Why do people still wear it then? Oh, it was, you're right. It just happened. You're right. You're right. (laughs) I forgot about that. You're right. The Nuggets just (laughs) fell asleep for 20 years. They just were like, what are we doing? So, so I, I fell asleep on the, the,
1: the, Chauncey Billups zero thing. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah. There you, you go. You're you right. You forgot I they compl- could It happened
0: so <laughs> long, like so recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and same with Matumbo. It's like hilarious that they just they one day were like, you know what? Long. Let's retire Matumbo's jersey. Like, hold on, what? No, He's he been here for twenty years.
1: When you get people who buy a team that only know the team from their point of buying the team, they had to just, do some catch up.
0: Yeah. Uh, number thirteen. Let's get all the way up. To, let's get two more in here. Number thirteen. I put Corey Brewer. <laughs> Again, not a great number. Monte to, um Is it Tower Toe? I know. Toe. Monito, yeah. Five foot six. Hey, the Faku before Faku. Yes. Yes.
1: He was, yes. Yes. It'd be
0: like if Faku was Jokic's best was, friend.
1: He was, he had, uh, he, well, he and David Thompson were on the North Carolina yeah. state team. So they, that's why they had that And I think that's probably the only reason Monito on
0: It's really team. more like if Vladko Chanchar was five foot six. Yep. <laughs> They're like, it's just half him on the team. But he was on the team for a while. Jeff's size. Yeah. Um, and then number 14, we ended up going with Michael Adams. This was a tough one because you've got Gary Harris, who was a very good nugget. You got Michael Adams, who's now second, I believe, all time in three point yep. makes. Um, you got Robert Pack. Actually, some good number fourteen. Yeah. You know what number fourteen is? Fourteen is the underground cult favorites. Man, you got Robert Pack. You got Michael Adams. You got Gary Harris. Those are like right below the mainstream. Okay now i now I understand why you sent me that text. <laughs> 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 I was going back and forth on this one for, for Jeff.
2: Is it Gary? Is what do you think? No, I I, go I, it's, I think Adams. it's
0: Michael Adams. Yeah. Because of the three point, I mean, he the, the guy pioneered. <laughs> Gary was very close to being to passing <gasps> him, which would have been a funny little. Yeah, dynamic. it would have been.
1: Yeah, it would have been. But it's it during the era, no one shot three points like, like he did. So
0: Robert Pack was kind of dope too. Like he's another one. like the, honestly, he's going to be one of the best third place finishers. For best a number. Uh, dunk in game dunk in Nuggets
1: history, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what he's known for too. And he was short, man. When we saw him in real life, yeah, I was no, like blown away. He how... Came
1: in second in the dunk contest in 1994. Oh, there you
0: go. Um, all right, let's take a break on the other side. Number 15. Easy one, but it makes for good conversations. It's, it does. Also, number 16. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest drop off between one numbers as you will ever see. <laughs>
2: Breckenridge Brewery is the official brewery and beer of DNVR. Beers on tap. Regular seltzer is being sold in the bar as well. We love Breck Brew. And if you love us, we hope you love Breck Brew and you'll support them as well. They've got the beer for any occasion. And the best beer for watching this show or watching your beloved Nuggets is the Mile High City Copper Lager, which is not from Boston. <laughs> Accent not required to drink or enjoy. Actually, uh, really inappropriate. Yeah, they the they don't do it. But it's uh, it's the sleek blue can with the Nuggets design right on there. It's real drinkable. It's real delicious. Whether you're trying to find the Copper Lager or any of Breck Brew's wonderful selections, check out the Breck Beer Locator. Google that. Tell it where you live. Tell it where you're looking for. It will tell you where to go. Nice and easy, just like that. And uh, you can drink that Mahai CB Copper Lager while you're watching the Denver Nuggets on Evoca TV. Because thanks to Evoca TV, uh, you don't have to be left in the dark anymore. You can watch the Nuggets. You can watch the Avs You can watch the Rapids because they have local networks like Altitude Sports, Hell ATT Sportsnet, other national channels, even a little DNVR channel. Evoca is growing constantly, and they're adding new channels to their lineup. They want to. Uh, they want you to join them. The service is available in Denver and Colorado Springs. And if you want to know how to get it, I've got the answer. Go to evaca.tv slash DNVR. That's evaca.tv slash DNVR. And then use the promo code DNVR. You'll get $10 off your first three months. That's only $15 per month for the first three months plus receiver. Ivaca TV, they get the people going.
0: Back here, we got to get into number fifteen. Carmelo Anthony, obviously, two thousand four to two thousand eleven, had it on lock until he broke the hearts of everyone in Denver mm. and left for for uh, New York. Still would have had it on lock if not for some reason. Jokic just walking in and grabbing that number, mm. hilarious. It's funny to me that some people would have Carmelo as the second greatest nugget ever. I personally don't, but I don't care. Like I love Melo. It's funny to me you stop that, that he doesn't have his own. He doesn't own a number in Denver. It's actually hilarious to me.
1: I I blame the Nuggets for this. This would not be an issue if they hadn't of just they, if they gave no, Jokic as we've talking about number sixteen. Yeah. So if they if they would have done that, it would have been. But this, this is on the Nuggets, and it goes to their relate terrible relationship with Carmelo Anthony yeah. after he left. And I and I honestly, like I said, the, the blame goes directly to this because M- Melo has is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And like he's number seven and uh in uh New, New York. York, yeah but the number he wore for almost eight years here in Denver is going to be belong to a better player, yeah, but it's like like it, it it's like almost overtly and to me like
0: disrespectful because I think of hard feelings that happened with the trade. <laughs> well also let's be real. When Jokic picked number 15 or whatever, he got it. There's no way anybody's like, this is going to be an issue. <laughs> like, when he came in, they were like, they didn't even know who this guy was. Nick Jokic. Like, they didn't know who it is. And all of a sudden, uh, it's like, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. <laughs> and now he's a two-time MVP. Guy,
1: yeah. And it's, it's amazing. And it's like, it, it is what it, it. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Yeah. And, it's Jokic's and number to me. It's Jokic's number. And uh, Carmelo, uh,
0: the, the Nuggets... Should mend fences
1: with Mello, I think.
0: I do too. Uh, Mello should make... It's funny. A, mend fences, though, is like, what do you need to do? My, just be like, have him here to... Well, Mello should retires. make an effort. Yeah. I
1: mean, and he's never made an effort. By the way,
0: there's a similar thing a little bit with George Carl. There's like, the Nuggets need to mend the fence there as well. Mm-hmm. George needs to mend the fence with the Nuggets as well. Like There's a little bit of... <laughs> there's a <laughs> little, little bit of... A little column A, a little column B. Um, number 16. This has an easy answer. My favorite one, it, There's an easy answer, guys. Kostas Papa Nicolau, the only Nugget to wear 16, therefore the greatest Nugget to wear 16. If I'm Christian Brown, if I'm Peyton Watson, just pick number 16. Yeah. You get to be the greatest to ever wear it if you score one basket. You his, just have one his, basket. His nickname was the Greek Army Knife. <laughs> That's not even a good Papa
1: nickname. Papa Nicolau, he was here, what, 2015. Uh, I mean, he did. He, yes, here. Yes. Yeah, he was
0: here for. And Ty Lawson was traded for. Percostus there Papa people. Niccolo.
1: You may not remember. I mean, you should remember this, Adam. There was people who were angry. He wasn't getting more playing time. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> the What dark- is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this man play? I think 2016 Armini, was a.
0: Hilarious, if you go back and tie, same with Joffrey Laverne, Like everybody was like, he needs more minutes. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I mean, no. You <laughs> just play Jokic and figure out the rest later. Um, after that, number 17, Joe Wolf. I actually did the math on this. There's I three players: Vincent Eskew, Johnny Taylor, and Joe Wolf. Joe Wolf, by far, the best.
1: Joe, uh, Joe Wolf. There was the there was actual there was an actual fandom dedicated to Joe Wolf when he was here. Wow. Uh, Joe Wolf was was the best. It's he a good name. The, he was on the Nuggets twice, and the 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 guy he was just your typical white stiff. You know, long, yeah, of course. You know, he had a, you know longish blonde hair. So it was and Tom all. Tom Welsh. No, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Number 19, Lonnie Lynn no 1970 played one year yeah. averaged a point yeah. yeah so who knows um number 20 we get back into some guys that actually wore a number uh you were wearing it right now we actually uh for some reason uh, originally had on here matt calvin who by the way happy birthday matt calvin yeah. Shouts to him it's, it's his birthday he's part of a the aba nuggets are just forgotten yeah. like you never hear about him he was i think the third leading scorer on that team or maybe second leading scorer David Thompson's there, Bobby Jones is there, yep. uh, and then you have Matt Calvin. Not that it was a big three, but you could maybe argue at that time or something like the sixty five win Nuggets team. But again, you never hear about it. Matt Calvin was uh, the
1: star of that sixty five that the, they, they they that Nuggets team. Larry, that was Larry Brown's first year. Bobby Jones was here, but. Mac Calvin was the was star. It was the last year they were in the audit, old Auditorium Arena, too. So. Um,
0: but, of course, that's LaFonso Ellis's number. Even it though is. he had a cursed career, he was such a beloved nugget and had a very good peak, albeit short.
1: actually cried when, I, when he got injured. I was that upset because my favorite player of all time, and uh, he got injured doing a pickup basketball with Bryant Stiff. Right. And it was like, oh,
0: my God. God, it was so frustrating. But anyway, yeah. it's obviously him. It. That's the cursed era. Number 21's funny. I It, it might be Wilson Chandler. You can go Nahara. Um, I don't know who else. Tom Hammonds it, it has the number. Oh I don't God. know if there's a case for those guys over. Claude Terry, who I don't know. But uh, has to be. has to be Will. Wilson was there. He just was kind of an important nugget in yeah. two different eras. I mean, yeah. he was an important for the 2013 era. He was an important one for the lead-up to this Jokic era mm-hmm. right before they made the playoffs. I agree. Um, Nahara, also a role player. Like, those guys are the same. They're role players. Eddie know? was so. very
1: popular, but he did not have the impact of
0: that. Yeah. So. Number 22. There's. I, I did not pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it. Uh, you know who, most famous number 22, perhaps, in Nuggets uh, history? Yeah. Nikola Skidisvili. <laughs> that might be the most high profile. Like, no. what could have been? What could Online have been? What could have been was, yeah, if he had played better. Julian Hammond way back in the day. Um, Tim Legler. Tim Legler there for a stint for the Nuggets. Yeah. yeah, one year. Ricky Pierce wore it for a year. So, I mean. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ruben Ricky, Patterson. Ricky Pierce did not actually play. Uh, they just gave him that number. They just gave number. him a number. Yeah. Ruben <laughs> Patterson, Von Wafer. There's no real good answer. Oh, Zeke Von Nagy. Wafer. I mean, Zeke Nagy has a chance to seize that number. Yes, let's it, go, see. That's how available it is. Just give us anything. 23 is TR done. You could give Nurkic... Um, you can give Brian Stith. Actually, oof. Actually, yeah, I would I would go Brian with Stith. Brian Stith. Brian Stith is probably the guy right there. Yeah, yeah. Brian Stith. It has actually. to be. It has to be him. Uh, twenty four. You get Bobby Jones at twenty four. You get Antonio McDice and Andre Miller. Oh, I mean, my to me, God, is, that's going to be hard. Well, you, here's the other thing. You have Spencer Haywood for one year wearing twenty four, oh, which is I know it's like if you actually went pound for pound, who was the best twenty four? It's Spencer Haywood because yeah, he had like an incredible. He, season he
1: averaged like 30 points and 17 rebounds for an entire season and it, it's insane
0: all-stars a rookie i believe like yeah. come on oh and, let's just do that then
2: and a,
1: well, a but very like,
0: interesting man to talk to
1: very interesting man to talk to uh, but
0: antonio mcdice is who i think of at 24 and andre miller is a little bit who i think of i think it's really between those when we talk about greatest nugget you also have hanslick Sure. true oh, hanslick is Hans. notable for um Mo
1: screaming expletives into like near the radio mics yeah. about him. But um, he was a big character. For he sure. was, he was, but like, he was kind of like in the Kurt Rambis Lakers kind <laughs> sure. of character kind of thing. He's, <laughs> every, every team had one. Yeah. With <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <They> <laughs> did. But uh, I would, I'd go with dice because he, he made the most impact. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Andre Miller, Mason
2: Plumlee refused to guard Anthony Davis.
0: That was a huge impact. I think I put Spencer. Dog. <laughs> I think I put Spencer Haywood down, but I'm with you, I would go I would go with McDice. It didn't matter ultimately. Um See,
1: it's hard for me with Haywood because his, he he actually had better years with the Sonics.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. That's, that's you have to factor that into And I I
1: just I, it, it's for me with Dice, he, he's the guy who had the most impact with that thing. And um, anyway, yeah, I'd go. Here's
0: days. another tough one, 25. Um I ended up giving it to Anthony Carter. It's not a great number. You got Mozgov. Uh, you got Roy Rogers for a year in 2000. Dan Issel did wear it though in 1976-77. For some again, I hate when these Nuggets do it, so it doesn't count for him. Yeah. Even though that he probably would have won it just on the year alone, but um, I ended up instead going to Anthony Carter, who's kind of an important Nugget, albeit not exactly a great one. But yeah. Um, 26, there is none. 27, Jamal Murray. I think already, like you got Johan Petro. That's basically it. There's nobody there. What you're 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 putting him on, an, an in there above Frenchie? I, I am. <laughs> I am. I am shocked and appalled. I will tell you, sadly, Jamal Murray. You could probably guess it. There's some good twenty-sevens in Colorado sports history, yes. and so he's going to have a tough. He's, uh, are you saying he's climb. not getting in above Steve Atwater? I'm then? just saying it's going to be a really <laughs> tough. one. It's going to be a tough one. Twenty-eight. The greatest twenty-eight in Nuggets history. Jameer Nelson. Hell yeah. yeah. It was either him or Robert Worden.
2: Again, was it? Was it just? Did he wear multiple numbers? No,
0: Jameer. Jameer. No, is one just, year, dude. It's yeah. just
2: one year? God, man. Both he and Miller feel like they had a bigger impact than that to me.
0: Yeah. Um, number 29, Calbert Chaney. <laughs> oh, my God. Calbert Chaney. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that must be dire. Yeah, we're getting dire. We'll keep it moving, though. Number 30, George McGinnis. <laughs> what yeah. can you tell me about him?
1: I, uh, uh good three point shooter and beat the crap
0: out of Ron Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Evans, uh, the, oh, this is the rebounding Reggie Evans wore it for one year in 2007. Maybe you can make it. There's, there's,
1: there's people who are in the chat right now who probably remember the story about George McLeod just going, just go, just beating the crap out of Ron Mercer at a, at Orlando magic nuggets game in, uh, really uh, during the game uh, no after. Uh, okay. after. I was gonna say yeah. I don't.
0: Yeah, um, number thirty-one is Nene's number. I think he owns that one. Nick Van Exel also wore it, um, but Ooh. Van Exel a little bit of a flash of the pan for the Nuggets. Yeah,
1: I Van Exel was here for what four, four seasons, yeah. and Nene really Nene was here, here, here almost ten years. Yeah,
0: so yeah, you have to give it to Nene. Thirty-two. Let's get down to thirty-two. What did I pick here? Larry Jones. Uh, some of these numbers have a lot of people, like Jeff Green, Noah Vonley, Julius Hodge, Ryan Bowen. Like you get guys that all wore it, but nobody that was like a standout. I went Larry Jones, ABA guy. Or yeah, early, early days. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll do respect to my my, twenty eight points
0: and seven rebounds. Like, I'll I'll do respect to my uh
1: Ryan Bowen, there's just, yeah. yeah.
0: He's not one of the 50 greatest Nuggets ever, yeah. <laughs> according to the Nuggets. That nor, was... <laughs> nor would he say he was. I, I wonder how he felt about this. <laughs> the biggest number, we're in the 303, number 33, David, David Thompson's Thompson. number. Yep. David Thompson, again, I think just like, he's the Wilt Chamberlain of the Nuggets. Yep. You know, like he he's, is. his legend is greater almost. <laughs> like, he's a guy that the stories of him are so insane.
1: Well, it is if you see some of this, the the highlights of him, it doesn't. There's so even, few, but yeah, and they don't even do him justice because his gravity, as you you know, the first time I ever heard someone say gravity was actually you in reference to this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And they his gravity was immense. They were teams were
0: terrified of him. Yeah. So also number thirty three, Larry Walker, Patrick Waugh. It's the ultimate number of some Denver players. It's yeah. the Larry ultimate number, man. So Walker. um number thirty six. Reggie Williams, the good Reggie Williams. Um, Actually, that's not right. Do I have this wrong? Did I put him in the wrong spot? I guess I did. Oh, no, that's 34. 34. I'm sorry. I'm on 34. Yeah. Reggie Williams, the Reggie good Williams. Reggie Williams. And that's, he did at five that's
1: years. That's who I was thinking
0: it was Reggie. Yeah. Know. So he should be there. Your only other contenders are Chavel McGee, again, beloved. So maybe people <laughs> go there, but come on. Um, Let's get up to some good ones here. Number 35. PJ Dozier. <laughs> Do you have a, th- a 35 Silence on top of your falls head? It's Kenneth room. It's Kenneth Farid. Kenneth Kenneth the manimal.
1: Uh, I mean, as much as uh, I got frustrated with the popularity of Kenneth Farid sometimes because it was based on the movement of his hair when he went to go dunk, I think that legitimately his impact... In hindsight, was a lot greater than that. And I, I think that well deserving. as has got to be. 30,
0: 36, Sean L. Scott, only guy to wear it. <laughs> don't think he played. But he's the greatest 36 ever. Yes, yes. No 37, 38, 39. Now we get up to 40, which is the retired, the first Nuggets jersey ever retired, which is Byron Beck. You look up, I don't know anything about Byron, but he's like, he retired real early. He played one year in the NBA. So he played with the Rockets in the ABA. The Nuggets in the ABA and then the Nuggets in the NBA. He's there for like important stretches of Nuggets basketball, yeah. very important stretches. He never was that great, as far as I can gather statistically. Like he was never a top two Nugget. Uh, he is. The, I think he's worth it because he's. He, you can mark his
1: career from DU all the way right. through the entirety of the Nuggets ABA right. experience to the first year of the NBA. He had a great hook shot. Uh, my dad loved him. My dad, uh, was one of his favorite players was, uh, was Byron Beck. Um, he did have a following, and he was respected here. Very nice man, by the way. Extremely nice man. Um, Byron Beck, I think, was worth it just for the impact thing. I don't think you can look at his statistics and say that it was rivaling any of the other people. Who's never well,
0: it's right. also one of those things like this is where the Nuggets have done such a bad job of telling their own story is that if you just want, like me, want to know about Byron Beck, like what made him special or interesting, won't find it. Yep. If you go like the NBA, there's like an official page of everybody where they give a little bio. Page not found for Byron Beck. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I'm not thinking. sure he played. There's yeah. seven jerseys retired. He's one of them. And if you want to find out more information, page not found. He is one of
1: the guys who was impacted about the the settlement that the NBA had just now for uh, like giving these yeah, oh, players right, yeah. retirement. Um, he is going to be part of those people because yeah. he spent his entire career in the NBA. So, do you,
0: you remember know the the episode of The Office where the Dunder whatever Dunder comes in the guy that founded Dunder yeah. Mifflin and like. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is or anything about him, and he gives a speech, and then they push him out the door. I feel like that's Byron back, <laughs> <That's> like <probably. laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a legendary nugget. <laughs> uh, all right, time for you to leave. Like we don't need to actually. He was be there retired the
1: night they were they they honored him. Right, uh, they honored the, all the retiree number number retirees. And uh, I was the only person that was over there talking to him. And I'm like, I was like looking around. And then finally, Terry Fry showed up and, you know, he started talking to him. But I was like, man, we got we to do this. But it's like, it's true. No one, no. No one knows the Nuggets have done such a terrible
0: job of respecting their own history. Right. Know? All right. We got to fly through some of these. 41, I went with Blair Rasmussen. I don't really know <laughs> this before my time. James Posey would be the biggest contender. Who's the greater Nugget? Uh, Blair Rasmussen. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. It's kind of a stiff, though, no?
1: Yeah, he was. But he was, he's
0: our stiff. He's like the Mozgov of nineteen eighty eight. Yeah,
1: he was a stiff in the in a, and he got an enormous contract though. I mean, he got like one of the biggest contracts in the NBA uh, yeah. from uh, from the Atlanta Hawks. So
0: number forty two is interesting. It's Wayne Cooper, who I gather is better than Blair Ismussen. Yes, yes. Um, but it, he won this one. There's a lot of players that wore it. Lonnie Wright. But at the very, you know, way back, Joe Wolf again, your guy. Mark <laughs> Randall, Ryan Bowen, Scott Williams. Like, I think it's Wayne Cooper. I don't know. Are you sure you don't want Mark Randall in
1: there? Mark nuggets nuggets <laughs> in-game entertainment guy?
0: Uh, you get to number 43, Linus Claza. Nice. I know. It's funny. There's no really nobody that he's really contending with either. Um, you get past him, and then you get to Dan Issel at 44, which is a very interesting one. Very interesting one. I would argue if you talk about important nuggets – he rises up. Like, if you talk about greatest nuggets, English and Mellow and, and Thompson, you're going to have. I think you're going to make a list of over, like, when you just talk about the greatest. But when you talk about important ones, he's the most, the more games than anyone. Mm-hmm. I think he's top five in almost every single statistical category. And yeah. he was a GM and he was a coach twice. I think he's actually the fourth most winningest coach or fifth most winningest coach now of all time in Denver Nuggets history, which is another little added bonus. Issel's a very important nugget.
1: Uh, Dan Issel is. The first real stretch five in NBA history, even though he was really a stretched forward. it out to eight feet, no, yeah, no <laughs> fifteen <yeah>. feet. <laughs> he did the the old head fake, and he would get Kareem to run by him, and then he would he just, I mean, it was like clockwork. But he he was the only center in the N- NBA in the seventies uh, and eighties who was really shooting jumpers. Yeah. All of them were post players, so that's really where his impact was. And that, and he's the coach. He will his biggest impact is the coach of the ninety four Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, other than being a Hall of Fame player. And it's for, for when I think of Denver Nuggets, I think of Dan Issel. I,
0: I, Issel's final act, he kind of went out disgracefully. Yeah. Obviously, he had a racial slur that he, he yelled at a Hispanic person in the crowd or a Mexican person in the crowd. Yeah. And it was really his final act. Um, and, it, it's, and it's a shame for obviously a, a multitude of reasons. But one of them is there's few people that have as many through lines in the history of the Nuggets as Dan Issel. He's one of those guys that I think was important for tying it all together. And when he went out in a way that we know when someone gets canceled, rightfully so, Mm -hmm. that it, like, okay, we lost that guy that ties together the ABA, the David Thompson, Alex English, LaFontaine. He ties together four decades of Nuggets and kind of have to disappear.
1: Look at his career just with the Nuggets. I mean, he won an ABA title with the uh, Kentucky Colonels uh, with him and Artis Gilmore. But from 75 to 85, Nuggets went to the ABA Finals and the Western Conference Finals,
0: twice. Yeah. Not a single player has had that level right. of su- success in Nuggets right. history. Right, right. Really interesting one with him. Um then you get to number 45 Ray Lafrentz I think Winston. oh my god <laughs> Ray Lafrentz Rafe Lafrentz a guy that was better than he got credit well, for he wasn't a his savior. injury his rookie season were like yeah. like completely
1: destroyed
2: him Jeff might argue for his guy Stephen oh. Hunter here did you <laughs> see the Nuggets did the who's the first player you think of when you see this logo really and Jeff says Steven Hunter, Hunter? <laughs> there you <laughs> go you're <laughs> such
1: a liar he replied to me I don't believe you <laughs> <laughs> I think you're lying Jeff
0: there's been nobody aware 46, 47, 48, 49 but there have been Lots of people who wear 50. I think the best of whom is Aaron Gordon. (laughs) Kind of funny. Wow. Uh, Most memorable one. 51, Michael Doliak. Michael Doliak. So he wins another it. one
1: of my answers to that question by the way. <laughs> there you
0: go. Number 52, you have Jordan McRae, Terry Davis, Norm Cook, Julius Key and Larry Buntz. Let's give it to Jordan McRae.
1: I, I have no idea. I, 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 <laughs> can we give it to Jordan McRae?
0: 53, <laughs> Rich Kelly, Cliff Livingston and Jerome Allen. Oh, Cliff Livingston. Title winning Cliff Livingston. Well, yeah. there you go. 54, Rodney Rogers wore it for one season. We got to give I think he wins it. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've also got Popeye Jones for a season. 55, I love this one. Dikembe or Kiki? Yeah,
1: we're going to go with Dikembe.
0: We're going to go with Dikembe on this one. Number 56, Francisco Elson. Yes. That's it. Number 77, Joffrey Laverne. He wins it. And number 94, Evan Fournier. Hey, so did he choose 94? Yeah. Yeah, because it was the year he was born. Oh. You think they just like gave him 94? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't seem like a number. Someone's like,
2: my first pick. 94. I so think it,
0: for the longest you couldn't be you had to be a number below 5 yeah. and then you had to be a second number below 5. Yeah. So that's you couldn't and then they opened it up to seven. Yeah, they did. And
1: and I remember I Or
0: remember, you could be 1 through 10, I guess, cuz it's two hands. Evan
1: Evan was one of my favorite people to to interview ever. Uh, he would just he was unvarnished and he would just swear. Just he would just like I couldn't I had to when I was doing transcriptions, I had to edit out vast portions of the interview because it was just nothing but, you know, just <sighs> every swear word you could possibly think. Man. It was
0: amazing. So, to spoiler alert, again, we have the show, the Denver Sports Podcast, where we're going to talk about the numbers. Then we're going to compare all these Nuggets numbers we just talked about. Where do they compare to the Avs, best Avs at the number, Rockies and Broncos, of course. And I'll tell you right now, nine Nuggets made the top. Out of zero to 99, nine Nuggets make the list. And some of the all-time greatest, including some of the retired Nuggets jerseys, do not make the cut. And it pains me. It doesn't. There's more all-time great nuggets than there are if you did the top 100. There would probably be like 15 of them would be nuggets. But it just so happens that a disproportionate number of them share a number with a slightly greater Av or Bronco or Rocky, and it's wild. I bet there was someone who's like in this... Roundtable of
1: people debating, you know, like great minds debating these numbers. I've, I'm sure there was someone who said, argued for Brandon Marshall over uh, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you imagine though if Peyton Manning was
0: 15 or something, like all oh, the arguments we'd have? Because first of all, Jokic, greater nugget than Peyton Manning was a Bronco. I'm yes. just sorry, he's a two time yes. MVP, what have you, longevity, this or that. But it would have been the worst because, you know, he would have lost that battle. It would have been it, like, whatever. I just
1: think this is, De- I mean, they're always in the back of my mind, this is Denver. They're going to advocate for the Broncos so much. Uh, so like, but it, whatever.
0: Yeah, I will tell you, there are a lot of Broncos, more than half. But a lot of this has to do with numbers above 50 are not common in most yeah, sports. And they're true. very common in, in football. So right. there's right. a lot of, a lot of 50 and above. Um, Jeff, this was fun, man. Yeah, it's quite good you having you out. in studio. In studio. Walk down uh, memory lane on multiple fronts. Well, this is this is my function.
1: I I, I am I am the such surrogate memory for everyone. I I I I, like keep track of everything, and then they come to me (laughs) when they need to remember something about the Nuggets. Now I can't remember anything like for like basic life function, but I can remember like something like you know. Francis, Francis Chauncey's Francis Jersey, jersey number, number, Jeff? No, not that one. Uh, Dude, <laughs> I, t- I tell you, I saw... we letting you live that. Yeah, but, yeah. It's <laughs> not, but, it's not, but it's not... it's important. I, I, I don't remember it.
0: I, 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 this is so true. I saw a stand-up on, like, TikTok or something where it's like, I use my wife like I use the cloud. I'm like, babe. <laughs> like, <laughs> where I'm is? like I sent that there? Like, where is this thing? It's like, you have that stored in your brain, right? Like, <laughs> That's so true. That's <laughs> not funny. Uh, everybody, thanks so much. Be sure to follow Jeff more and be, fo- be sure to follow out the C. ESG, Colorado Sports Guys podcast, and, and all this stuff. Um, and just follow him on Twitter. He's a funny person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweet very randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you guys tomorrow.